0: Hey guys, so I promised that I was going to have a local expert here come and talk to us about flips versus holds and what exactly you're looking for on both, um, and a little bit about each investment strategy. Um, So this is Victor Sutherland. He works here at the group. He's actually going to tell us a little bit about himself and a little bit of his story in real estate and his background, and then we're going to get a little bit more into that. Hi, my name is Victor. I
1: grew up here in Idaho, and I love it here. I got into real estate about three years ago, and it's been awesome. Uh, Life-changing experience getting into real estate. I've uh, done about 20 properties on my own and been able to help uh, about 60 other people uh, get into investing and buying houses and selling houses. Uh, It's been an awesome experience, both the property management side of it, uh, as well as flips, um, buy and holds, uh, learning how the process works, doing 1031s. Uh, It's been
0: an awesome experience and I've loved it. Awesome. Um, And he's a realtor with the specialty of investors, but he can help anybody with, with any of that. Um, especially the acquisition side. Um, one of the other things we wanted to talk about was when it comes to flips, you have to make sure you turn the emotions off. Victor was me about this yesterday. but um, So go ahead and talk a little bit about flips, and then we'll talk a little bit about holes.
1: Okay.
0: And uh, it is a very different thing. When I help somebody buy a
1: home for their personal, they're going to live in it or they're selling it. It's it's a home they've lived in, they've built their family in. It's a very different experience, very emotional experience. Uh, investing is very much, a, as much as you can, just... Look at the numbers. Look at it as a math equation. Uh, You pencil in what you can buy it for, what you think you can sell it for, uh, what the returns are going to be if you're going to rent it out, what it's going to rent for, and estimated expenses. And it's just straight about the numbers. Yes, you want something that looks good, but it's not as important. When you're looking at deals, you could look at five deals, and you just plug in the return, and you're more looking at the numbers rather than, you know, do I really like this property or does it look good? It's just a, a flat calculation of... Am I gonna make X amount of money on it? Is it worth my
0: money being put here or should I put it elsewhere? Yeah. One of the biggest things with, with flips is you wanna make sure your money can, can move. So you don't wanna, they talk a lot about buying a home that has a distressed seller over a home that you know uh, the home is itself distressed. Uh, when you get a house that needs a full gut job, um, with calculating the cost, one of the things that they skip on HGTV and all these shows that you watch is the cost of uh, the money. The cost of the loan, the closing costs on the other side, cost of real estate commissions. So you want to make sure that you really have an expert who's going to be able to estimate it with all of the proper fees in there. Not just floor should be about $10,000, we are going to buy it for 100 we sell for 200 oh, we're going to make 90 It's like, well, but then you had a 5% funding fee up front, you had a, a little bit more on the loan payoff on the back, and you had payments for seven months because it was such a big deal. So you want to make sure you really have an expert who's going to be able to really tell you the numbers as opposed to just simply spitballing and hope that it ha- that it goes well. Um, And along those same lines, uh, real estate can be very
1: complicated or very very easy, it just depends on how you approach it, but as long as you have all of the numbers you're calculating, it's going to be an easy thing to calculate. So your title fees is something that we mention every time we buy and sell, there's title fees. Uh, Lender fees, whether you're getting a lender involved or you're doing hard money loans or you're just using cash. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can either make more money or make less money, depending on what that loan looks like. And like you said, the, the seller of the property, is if they're in a hurry, if there's an issue that they want something uh, to close fast or to close with cash, there's different ways you can get a better deal by finding out what the reasons
0: are that the seller's selling and how that can benefit you. Yeah. Um, another thing you want to talk about is, is 1031 exchanges. So what is a 1031 exchange, Vic?
1: So a 1031 Exchange, you're selling a property, and it can be any property. It could be land, a commercial building, a fourplex, your house that you rent out. So you're going to sell a property, and you're just going to acquire another property. And you want that property to be a little bit more expensive than the one you're selling to take full advantage of the 1031 Exchange. But the great thing about it is it's one of the benefits of of real estate investing, is you don't have to pay any taxes on your gain. So if I sell a property and I made $50,000, normally I give a big chunk of that to Uncle Sam. In this case, the 1031 lets me keep all the profits into that new property, and I pay zero in taxes by acquiring that new property as
0: long as I follow the rules of the 1031 exchange. And to clarify, it's a tax deferment. So as you continue to roll into the next ones, Um, it's tax-deferred, not no taxes. Um, But it's a legal way to be able to keep your money making you money as opposed to having to give it to Uncle Sam. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the other things, so we're at a point right now, interest rates are going up, markets have seen such aggressive growth for so many years. Um, Real estate, everybody always talks about it being kind of like a wave. What it actually is is it it generally climbs and then it plateaus and goes flat for anywhere from 6 to 12 months, and then it starts to decline. It's more what it actually is. when you start to get to that plateau is when a lot of investors try to slide their money. They try to do different things, try to pull it out and pay the go ahead and pay the taxes to not lose it on the loss. But um, when you're doing, when we're getting there, and that's about where most experts are feeling we are, is we're right up at the, the peak here. We're about to start plateauing in growth. We've already seen in uh, Southeast Idaho, it slow just just slightly, you know, coming here into winter. Um, but when it does that, if you're in a, a market like, Phoenix, you're in a market like uh, most of the coastal areas, uh, Colorado even I think is going to get it this time. Um, they, they see big swings and big crashes, but in Idaho Falls, we don't see that. Um, so even when we crash, we go down 5% instead of 25 or 30%
1: so you're exactly right zach i've actually helped quite a few out of state investors invest in idaho because of that exact reason Uh, somebody was in the arizona market had a big multi-family property uh, sold it and didn't want to take the tax hit on it so they invested here in idaho falls and it's been a great property for them and 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 they're getting a stable long-term return so uh, it is a great place to invest in we're kind of in a little pocket here of uh, solid economy and there's a lot of growth, but it's very
0: stable. Awesome. Well, hope you guys enjoyed it. Where uh, if you have any questions, please either um, message, comment, text. Uh, I'm going to tag Victor down in the in the comments, so feel free to reach out to him, especially if you're wanting have any questions about investing, how to get started, you know, in, uh, in our market here in Idaho Falls. But thanks for taking the time, guys. Have a good day.